Welcome to Feelings Fitness. I'm your host, Suzanne Bazarco, a yoga teacher, licensed professional counselor, certified mindfulness practitioner, and a mom of two. When I first entered motherhood and started raising a family, I needed something to help me survive the seasons of life, which is why I pulled the Feelings Fitness program that I created in graduate school out of the archives, linked it up with what I learned in yoga teacher training, and boom, the Feelings Fitness formula was born. Yoga plus mindfulness equal emotional well-being. It has worked for me, and I surely hope it works for you and your family too. I am stoked to embark on this journey of sharing yoga and mindfulness with you. It's time to get real about how you feel. It's time to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit. Hello, hello, Suzanne here. So glad I can be in your ear. We are in week two of this six-week series on human emotions, sadness, happiness, fear, anger, disgust, and surprise. Last week, we tackled the tough emotion of sadness. We talked about how it comes and goes, and we talked about ways to manage it. This week, we'll take a look inside happiness. I think we can all agree that we don't want sadness to stick around forever, But happiness, we'd like that baby to stick around forever. Unfortunately, happiness, much like sadness, is fleeting. So take caution and don't get too attached to it. Sorry to be a buzzkill, but it's just the truth. The attachment to it is oftentimes what creates anxiety and disappointment. I found a quote on at Rainbow Salt's Instagram page, and it seems like it's a great segue from the topic of sadness into the topic of happiness. So here's what it says. So it goes a little something like this. Are you happy? In all honesty, no. I am curious. I am curious in my sadness and I am curious in my joy. I am ever seeking, ever feeling. I am in awe of the beautiful moments life gives us and I'm in awe of the difficult ones. I'm transfixed by grief, by growth. It's all so stunning, so rich, and I will never convince myself that I cannot be somber, cannot be hurt, cannot be overjoyed. I want to feel it all. I don't want to cover it up or numb it. So no, I'm not happy. I'm open, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So point being, just kind of a nice way of saying stay curious about your emotions, all of them, without attachment. And this is where mindfulness comes into play. Remember the key to mindfulness is to stay in the present moment and live without judgment. Do your best to embrace whatever emotional state you may be in. Enjoy the happiness, understand the sadness, and so on. So here's a story about my relationship with happiness. Perhaps it's a little bit odd, but that's just me. Throughout my life, I've actually had to work hard at being happy. And you might be saying, what is she even talking about? Well, it doesn't seem to be my natural state of being. You know, there are those people that are super just like happy-go-lucky, and they truly are just genuinely happy most of the time. I mean, I had a girlfriend who I was living in San Francisco at the time, and she came over to my house. She comes in and she tells me that a street post had fallen on top of her car. Luckily, she wasn't in it. Um, Luckily, no one was hurt, but it 
pretty much smashed up the whole front end of her car. And she was so good spirited and easygoing and just launched into it and decided, all right, I've got a problem and I can figure this out. And she did. It was just the fact that she was so happy-go-lucky about it that struck me as just so amazing. Something that I wanted to emulate, but like I said, that's just not the way I necessarily roll. But it is a story that I always come back around to and I think about it when life throws me some curveballs too. And it puts me into a little bit more of a problem-solving state of mind as opposed to a poor me state of mind. So anyway, I've come a long way throughout the years and much of it's due to really embracing a yoga and mindfulness practice. Oh, and also actually reading a whole bunch of self-help books. Yeah, I said it. I really can just devour through all kinds of the good, the bad, and the ugly in the self-help aisle. So I'll share a little secret with you too. Back in my single days, Being the introvert that I am, my favorite thing to do on the weekends was head over to Barnes & Noble or whatever bookstore was near, browse the self-help aisle, choose a few books and magazines to flip through while enjoying a vanilla latte. Believe me, I had my fair share of wild and crazy social adventures in my single days too, but I would always prefer to just spend time reflecting and learning. It was definitely my happy place. So to find happiness when I wasn't feeling it, I became very good at visualizing my happy places. Taking a meditative moment, seeing a happy place in my mind's eye, became a real game changer for me. I just realized that the self-help aisle at the bookstore is a happy place for me. Weird, I know. But I can always vividly remember how I felt being in there and finding things that really resonated with me and just spending that time relaxing and reflecting. So some of the places that other people might relate to a little bit more in terms of a happy place, I definitely have places like Key West holds a really special place in my heart, Fiji, where I went on my honeymoon with my husband and things, places like that. Definitely are happy places that, oh, Bloomington, Indiana, where I went to undergraduate school. I go back there every single year. My husband and I celebrate our anniversary, stay in a sweet little bed and breakfast. It just, mm, it has like just a warm, fuzzy place, all the feels of happiness for me. So obviously, you know, you can think about things that make you happy. You can find your happy place that you can always return to physically or just kind of in your mind's eye. But some things to also consider about happiness, like I said at the beginning, you have to keep in mind that, you know, we always want to be in this happy state. You know, we want sadness to go away so quickly and we want happiness to stay forever. But the reality is that every emotion is fleeting. And so some things to consider about happiness too are one, be careful of the company that you keep because they can be a direct reflection on your happiness. Don't take anything personally. What others do typically has nothing to do with you. And this is something that has really, really helped me maintain happiness and find happiness really quickly if something kind of throws me off course. I always keep in mind this idea that it's not really about me. Typically, it has to do with something that happened to that other person or the other people involved that really creates their 
reaction towards you. So the the concept of don't take anything personally really came to me the first time I read The Four Agreements. It happens to be one of those four agreements. Fantastic book if you have not read that one already. But so, so true. By, by thinking through this concept, it really can bring you back to a state of happiness pretty darn quickly. If you need a little dose of happiness in your week, check out The Happier Podcast with Gretchen Rubin. I tune into that one every week. I don't even care what exactly it is that they are specifically talking about it in it. It always ties back into, obviously, this idea of happiness. And I I typically devour any books that Gretchen Rubin writes as well. So clearly, The Happiness Project was one that I read, and I actually followed along and did my own little kind of happiness project a couple years ago as well. Super, super fun. That book has been around for a while. I want to say they had their 10-year anniversary on that book. And now Gretchen Rubin is actually doing a course on that too. So if you wanted to do something where you actually read the book and then follow along and do your own happiness project, she is now offering that too. So very cool. I actually managed to figure out my own way of doing it. So I've done that. I have actually done that. And I recommend doing something like that as well. It just creates a lot of happiness. You know what else makes me happy though? Yeah, you guessed it yoga. I love the book Yoga and the Pursuit of Happiness by Sam Chase for obvious reasons stated right in the title. So that I I love that book. That's a good one if you want to kind of figure out how to use yoga in pursuit of happiness. So some yoga poses that make me super happy are Peaceful Warrior, duh. Tree pose I really love. I really love the idea of feeling grounded down and lifted up at the same time that balance creates a challenge on each side feels different there's so many symbols there's so much symbolism that can be taken just from tree pose and yoga and just the tree symbol in general so I love that one I also love wide-legged forward fold I love that one because it's a nice way to get a bit of an inversion and if you have headstand in your practice you you can turn that one into headstand as well. So I I just absolutely love that. It makes me happy. Another pose that seems like it's not a pose, but it is actually, is legs up the wall you'll find in lots of yoga classes. This one, it just can, it's been known to relieve anxiety. It takes pressure off of the heart. So it reverses the flow of the blood in the legs. It's just one that, man, it's so relaxing. If you haven't done legs up the wall, consider giving it a try. You can go ahead and if you go over to a wall, sit down with your knees hugged into your chest and your shoulder up against the wall. It's kind of tricky to explain, but if you lean down to the side and swing your legs up the wall, then you have a nice alignment of kind of, you know, your legs pressed up against the wall. Anyway, Yes, so be sure to connect the breath to each posture too. It So the breath is what makes yoga yoga and it sets it apart from just stretching. Some people will say, oh yeah, you know, I want to take a yoga class. I really need to stretch, which yeah, that is very true. But really the thing that changes, that sets yoga apart from just a simple act of stretching is connecting that breath 
breath. So one breath, one movement really makes a huge, huge difference. It makes it really because then it takes this practice of stretching and it ups the game into calming the nervous system as well, which that's what the breath does for us. If you commit to a yoga practice, you'll find a happy place on the mat. It will then help you ingrain that happiness into the fibers of your being. I know this to be true because it has worked for me and it has helped me find happiness. One final little note is something that something else that really makes me happy and that's music. I think a lot of people can relate to the emotions that are drawn out through music, the emotions, the memories that it creates. So for this year, for 2020, I chose, so some of you that have been, have followed along on the Facebook page, you've already seen this. The song that I chose for 2020 is Whatever It Takes by Imagine Dragons. And this one, I absolutely adore this song. It really just gives me, I try to listen to it every morning and to go through. So I listen in on the song. I think about my word. I go through my intention that I said. I remember things that I'm grateful for. All of these things in turn really start off the day from a happy place. And from that happy place, I know that I can really do anything. So I'll leave you with this. Embrace the emotions. Let happiness always be in your heart. Overcome obstacles. Use happy thoughts to help solve problems. Enjoy the journey and take your happy place with you wherever you go. It's always available in your mind's eye. I hope you found this episode enlightening. If you like it, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. The more people we have engaged in this conscious conversation, the better. You can find everything related to this episode over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And as always, some of the best content comes up after the show in the Facebook group. So be sure to join over there as well. Until we chat again, feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.